Galnet News Digest, 10th of September 3306. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Prismatic Princess spiked by a marlin. The world in your visor. The competition gets a kicking. Three-year mission ends and the cannon challenge starts. Prismatic Princess spiked by a marlin. An obscure neo-republican movement has claimed responsibility for a series of strikes against Imperial starports this morning. The four starports, Mackenzie Relay, Tsiolkovsky Terminal, Garrido Market and Muller Terminal, were attacked in the early hours with what appears to have been large quantities of high-grade explosives. Damage surveys have revealed extensive fires, venting of gases into space and significant structural damage, together with an as-yet-unexplained green substance spattered over many external surfaces. Initial reports were that these were renewed Thargoid attacks, and indeed the Thargoid alerting system responded by posting requests for assistance for the affected starports. Shortly after the attacks had taken place, the Imperial Internal Security Service said that a previously obscure terrorist group called the Neo-Marlinist Liberation Army had claimed responsibility. Taking their name from the founder of the Republic of Achinar, who is believed by many to have been murdered by her brother Henson, the first emperor, Marlinists are a political movement campaigning for an elected senate to replace the current imperial system. Neo-Marlinists are the terrorist wing of this largely provincial movement. If their claim to have committed these acts of terrorism are true, it's unclear how a fringe organisation such as the NMLA could have acquired such large quantities of explosive, and how they could have been placed and detonated without being detected by the station security and the IISS. The unexplained green goo on external surfaces of the damaged starports has led to questions about whether this may not have been a terror attack, but may have instead been a coordinated attack by Thargoids. Backing up this theory, increased Thargoid activity has been noted in the Pleiades sector this week. However, there has been no reported Thargoid activity within the inhabited bubble for more than a year, and the authorities are playing this theory down. All of the attacked starports are under the control of members of the Duval family. Most directly impacted is Blue Rince Princess, Ashling Duval, whose flagship station Mackenzie Relay in Semias has been badly damaged. The Imperial High Command has issued an appeal for all commanders to assist with the rescue and repair effort. Rescue platforms have been stationed close to each of the affected starports to assist with this effort. The IISS is reported to be mobilising to locate and neutralise the terrorist threat. The world in your visor. Remlock Industries has clarified how their planetary excursion suits will work when launched early next year. Some commanders wear three-dimensional enhancement units to improve their spatial awareness. However, unlike flying a spaceship or driving an SRV or other surface vehicle, which allows you to look around and see three-dimensional images, 
The excursion suits will be fitted with tiny flat screens, onto which will be projected an image of the world outside. This image will be two-dimensional and will be the same for everyone walking around. This will of course only have an impact on commandos who wear 3D enhancers, and comes as a welcome relief to those who were worried their 3D enhancers wouldn't work at all on planets with atmospheres. There's still lots to find out about the Odyssey we're embarking on. We will not currently be able to walk through our ships on the way to the disembarkation point, but we will be able to walk inside stations to meet the inhabitants, buy supplies and take on missions. Brewer Corporation has been keen to point out that the places that can be explored on foot will include locations in space as well as on planets, and looks forward to welcoming visitors to take a tour of a Coriolis starport. For the very first time, this might be that chance you've been waiting for, to load 700 tonnes of performance enhancers into your ship's hold by hand. While planetary permits are initially being extended to planets with thin atmospheres only, the Pilots' Federation has said that it's keen to extend the permits to planets with thicker atmospheres during the Odyssey. And perhaps sometime in the future, commanders with 3D enhancers will be able to experience the full majesty of walking about on a planetary surface. The competition gets a kicking. The Pilots' Federation, which managed to stage a virtual LaveCon this year despite pestilence, famine and a plague of trumbles, has boasted of its success in getting the New Galactic Order off the ground and operational by pointing out that not all galaxies have been quite so successful. The galaxy of a forthcoming unnamed space game, which started funding way back in the 2900s, is expected to enter an early access beta sometime before the end of the current century, and currently consists of a single star system created at one-sixth actual scale. The Pilots' Federation spokesperson sounded slightly smug as he put the boot into the unnamed game. But of course, this is slightly unfair. The Pilots' Federation has the benefit of having the real galaxy to work within, whereas the game has to create all the planets inside a computer. Three-year mission ends and the Canon Challenge starts. As the Canon Research Megaship the Gnosis returns to port for the last time before being converted into a tour bus, Canon Interstellar has created a challenge to scan every type of life, every geological feature, everything of interest in the entire galaxy. All the space pumpkins of all the colours, all the spiky things you find in Lagrange clouds, all the anemones and brain trees and things that get cross and attack you when you flash your ship lights. All the things. They've made it easy by publishing all the locations and an entire route to follow. All you need to do is follow the route, scanning and taking photographs as you go. There is one little snag. The route covers a distance of over 500,000 light-years, which is around one-fifth of the way to the Andromeda Galaxy. 
If you take a screenshot of each system with interesting things, and if you write an interesting report of what you did on your holidays, you might even win a prize. So, as Canon says, dust off your anorak, fill your thermos, and take the trip of a lifetime that will mark you as an elite cannoneer. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we have nothing to announce at this time. <laughs>